he is borderline obsessed with giving people the outcome that they truly desire. Not like designing an outcome completely around monetary gain. And he's one of the nicest people you could ever meet. He's absolutely brilliant, successful, seven-figure entrepreneur, great family man. Seriously, this dude's amazing, and he was just fun to hang out with. So on uh, this episode, you're going to catch that. Cannot wait for you to hear it. Uh, and seriously, we just we cut up. Without further ado, here is the attorney, Justin Brashier. Well, okay, there's two things I want to talk about right there. One is, listen to this, when you talk about brand... The, what I teach people is brand is uh, the little sentence that you say in your head whenever you think of something or you see their logo. And everybody's like, explain that. You know, talk about it. And I say, okay, well, what is Target's brand? It's like no one is going to say, oh, it's a bullseye. It's a this, that, and the other. And I'm like, no, nah, what do you really think of when you think of Target? And they're like, uh, and I go, all right, I'll tell you. I said, what you think is, it's a little better than Walmart, and it's way easier. I was going to say a bougie Walmart. That's what See? I think of. It's a bougie Walmart. It's a bougie Walmart. It's a money trap for my wife. <laughs> like, yeah. And my I, daughter for that. How instant. come I walk in Target to get toothpaste and walk out with like a coffee table? The, the toothpaste costs 250 bucks. You just didn't know it, right? Every time, dude. Every time. I bought, look, this stupid wooden thing. I went in for air freshener, and I was like, ooh, that looks yeah. cool. Targets? And then you're embarrassed. It's like $120. I go, they can't see it. But yeah. I go to the thing, and she's like, it's $119.99. And you're like, well, I'm not going to bring it. Yeah. But now I have to buy the door. Yeah. Thing. Exactly. It's peer pressure, man. But Target's peer pressure. It really is. Yeah. But think about it. So that's what brand is. So when right. people see your company, your logo, your name, uh, anything of the sort. Like, what is that little sentence that they say in the back of their head? Because when you're creating marketing content, you're creating websites, you're creating all this stuff, is you want to solidify and, like, build upon that. Uh, and the secret sauce is to do it in a manner that um, talks about yourself very little. It's really, really powerful. And so one of the, my favorite things about all of these interactions when you talk about it is you're creating what you see as a successful life while creating what you see as a successful brand, but you don't talk about or forefront that, because that's what I feel like uh, attorneys get a bad rap for, is we all know that when you say win $10 million, that's because you got three of it. I mean, we're not, I mean, if that's all you talk about subconsciously, that's what we so think. The, the business is successful too, right? Obviously, yeah. to be able to do the things we do. And I, and I know that there's a, there's a central component to having a certain level of financial success or financial freedom to start sort of living life on these terms. Well, of course. But I think too often, my personal opinion is that people get overly concerned about the financial side of things. Yeah. And they lose sight of like what, the other things that really matter. They really matter, yeah. Right? So the personal success, the the relationship success, the you know, whatever whatever that looks like for them, they get lost in the the, the central component of the money. Yeah. And like the uh, old keeping up with the Joneses. Yeah, man. It's, it's still tough. we don't say that as much. Yeah, but, but it's it's still the same concept. I mean, social media is great, but social media is also problematic. You know, if you let it yeah. if you let it become toxic, it's extremely toxic. Well it's because we compare uh, I heard a pastor this years ago and it's just so powerful. He says, uh we compare our everyday life to so everyone else's highlights. Correct. Um and just people can't forget that is like it's super super toxic if you're like you know wow if i looked like that drove that 
you know, thought like that, were able to accomplish that in one day, blah, 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 blah. You run it through and then you kick the crap out of yourself. And then right. you realize you're like, hold on, time, 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 time. that is a curated feed mm-hmm. of, um, like even the clip I posted there, you know, I posted this clip three days ago. Well, I listened to 25 minutes worth of footage and then for like found and found yeah. the perfect the moment. Nugget. Yeah. Even do you think I spoke perfect for 25 minutes? God, no. I like I scratched my nose. I sniffled. I coughed. I interrupted too much. <laughs> like there's all these things. I'm like, God, you kind of are a mediocre interviewer. <laughs> and then I find that one moment. I'm just like. But I look really good right But I look really good in that one. So even me, I fell prey to that where I said, but I I still haven't shared the whole clip because I beat the crap, you know, beat myself up. Uh, But there's so much good stuff in there. Right. Um, But that's, that's what I was talking about is so for us, and and I hope this is valuable to attorneys, entrepreneurs, just people in life is be willing to like define success on your own terms. So I put it over here where it's like your brand. Um, But uh, one of the taglines that I hope I create for this podcast is that I think that like character and goodness and just being a good human being is borderline objective. It's close. Most people, if you're like, all right, so Mother Teresa and Hitler, which one's good, which one's bad? 100%. You know, everybody knows. It's pretty easy. It's quite straightforward, right. correct? Um you know, Donald Trump, Joe Biden, I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to set you up. Donald Trump versus, oh, they, see, they're going to. See, here's the thing. I'll answer the question. I'll tell you. I mean, like, I, I, yeah. I've learned in my life that brutal, outright, direct honesty is the best policy It's actually extremely valuable. And, and not, only, not only that, like, is it the easiest thing for you, but it's also the most empowering thing, yeah. right? So when you can tell yourself the truth. And you can realize, hey, yeah. man, like, you're really a pretty terrible person. You really need to work on, or not say not, you're terrible. Yeah. You really need to work on yourself, right? It's, and this or that yeah, way. It's okay. It's okay. And it's okay yeah. to not be perfect. It's okay to have flaws. It's okay to be, you know, sort of a, a dented version of yourself. It's completely fine. Yeah. You know? But broken down on the side of the road. You're, yeah, you're not but, taking anybody anywhere. Exactly. And you yeah. gotta you gotta fix yeah. yourself. You gotta you change gotta, you gotta change your oil, right, gotta rotate man. your tires. Right. Like, and that, figure out what it is for I've you. I've come to that recently, you know? like and, big and, time. And it's not everybody's got different things that make them tick. You know, and for me, I, my family's what does it. You know, like I started yeah. my business. I started my, my legal services business. <laughs> yeah, right. Legal. Um because I had another kid. And I was, you know, then there was opportunities to 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 do things and I realized, hey, if I'm gonna go work as hard as I'm gonna work and I'm gonna show up and I'm gonna care and I'm gonna do all the things I'm supposed to do, yeah, you know, I'm in a better position if I bet on myself. And I've I'm not saying that to, to detract from any opportunity that anybody gave me ever. I had no. I worked for great people. I learned phenomenal things. Oh yeah. I'm very appreciative for what they gave to me, those opportunities. But they also set me up for the ability to do what I'm doing now. Yeah. And, you know, I get to be around my family. Yeah. And I get to do it when I want to. Now there's sometimes that of course like I miss out on things, no question. Yeah. But it's it happens far less frequently in my life than it does in other lawyers' lives. You know, um we talked about the the general unhappiness in lawyers. I mean, you it's not hard. You go Google, you you search it and you'll see it's one of the least happy professions. I think that that's because people 
they they have this idealized view of the world when they get into law school. Yeah. And then the practicality of it all from, you know, whatever path that is, whether they're in the public service sector, whether they're in a you know, big law sector, whether they're in some mid-sized firm or something, the reality is completely different than what the idealized view is in law school. Uh, I think that narrative needs to change. Yeah. I think that uh, once they, you know, you get out of, you get out and you're practicing, you started making money and you get sort of on that, that, that path, you lose sight of the reason you did it in the first place. The reason why, why did you go to law school? That conversation yeah. Yeah, needs to gr- happen. The grind will do that to you. It does. And then you get the older lawyers that have been doing it for so long and they just get stuck in this pattern of, well, I've always done it. It's always been this way for me and it's always been, you know, X, Y, or Z. Well, in the meantime, what happens generally is there's a is a very high incident rate of you know drug and alcohol abuse. Yeah. There's a very high incident rate of divorce. There's yeah. a very high incident rate of suicide, and nobody talks about it. That's crazy. Nobody out there, and, and and not only do they not talk about it, nobody's doing anything to change it until now. You know, so yeah. that's why we start looking at things and we said, hey, we can do this, right? We can take a little bit of seed money that we were given. I was, you know, I had somebody that believed in me enough to give me a little bit of money to buy some computers and pay for a paralegal for a couple months. Yeah. We took that and turned it into a seven-figure business in a year. Yeah. Right? It's 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 hard work. Absolutely. There are sacrifices, but it's doable and it's frankly not that difficult if you set it up correctly. And I'm not saying the million dollars is what matters. Yeah. But what matters is that in that process, I have been able to create success, not only like for a lot of people that I've worked with as a client, but for myself. And I've done that on multiple levels. Yeah. And so that's where, you know, that's where I really want to hopefully help define success for other people is say, Hey, it's possible. It's doable. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's, um, it's okay to dress like this and be a lawyer. It's okay as a lawyer to care about people. You know, it's okay as yeah. a lawyer to, to to sacrifice the deposition or the you know whatever it is for a baseball game with your kid. It's okay to go on vacation, yeah. right? And like people don't talk about that anymore. No. America in general is way overworked. They're way overstressed. You know, and and in that in that world, when you get stuck in that rat race, you're you're stuck in sort of corporate America. Your success, you're someone else's definition of success. Oh, that's good, dude. Because yeah. you, you're working for them and you're building a successful life for them uh, to the detriment of yourself and your family. And there's there's something inherently flawed with that, and that's we're seeking. We're seeking the change. Yeah. You know, and I'm, and I'm hopeful that I can be a pioneer and show people the way. No, I really think so. And, uh, you know, eventually we'll – it's relatively secretive, but you've been working on it for – you know, quietly for a few months and we've had a lot of conversations about it, but you know, you're going to be, so now you're adding, so now you're not just going to be the CEO of, of a law practice. You're going to, you have uh brash ears, bucking bulls, but you've got another, yeah. another company. Got yeah. On, baby. Get it. Okay. So Boom. here I'll do, you got, you got bucking bulls. Here we yeah. go. I'll go ahead and put the, uh, put the cowboy hat on. Let's, we can do this right. So, how do you talk to me in a cowboy hat? Uh, you I, say I that talk I talk to you like normal because you're you look normal to me, <laughs> oh, man. Oh my goodness! Yeah, like it's, it's just a, it's just a, it's a, it's a, yeah. Um, 
what do you call it? It just enhances the look. Oh, it enhances yeah. the look. I mean, it really right. goes well with the with the color block splatter. Oh, it yeah, you look like you got shot. You look like you got your you got your tail kicked in a paintball fight. I'm not gonna lie to dude, you. Do right not now. play paintball for like twelve years. I like it. I was though. a semi. I, like I was semi pro uh, paintball not player. Dude. At this point, I'm, I'm like me. Shocked. You're like me. I'm well. No, we're completely. I took the Forrest Gump approach. Uh-huh. I have done uh, paintball, disc golf. I mean, I've tried like everything. 10 different vents. But see, I'm like that too. You People did. just don't, you mean like, so. I wish I could have stayed at one, been good enough. Well, but. To stay at one sport for as long as you did. But why though? Because you got to experience so much different stuff, right? So oh, yeah. like, so for me, I was very good at baseball. I was, uh, you know, I was drafted twice. I played professionally and I loved doing it, mm-hmm. but I sacrificed so much time. I didn't go on vacations. You know, vacation was go to the ballpark and maybe catch a day at the beach in St. Petersburg, right? Yeah. You're, you're trying to go win games, which is good. And you learned a lot about life that way. Um, and then I got out and everything I did was always baseball related. But man, honestly, as I've gotten older, you know, one of the things I love to say is like, my hobby is to find new hobbies. When I find a new hobby, I'm going to be all in. My <laughs> wife will tell you, she's like, if I'm going to do yeah, it, I'm going to do I'm it right, do man. It. That's but why I, I haven't played golf golf yeah. and I play disc golf because I know yeah. I would, ha- I would, li- I would spend 10 grand. I mean, I would just like without easily blinking. Easily. Eye. Yeah. I just spent like three grand on disc yeah, golf. Man. Could you imagine? But the, oh. again, it's, you know, what, <laughs> why does that matter? It's successful. Well, and, and you're so, able to do the things well, you want to do. And that's like, that's one of the things that, um, that for me is like defining success is, and you've heard me say it. I joke, I was in the nonprofit world for, uh, you know, over nine years. It's like you give up on financial aspirations. It's like, it's par for the course. It's one of the things that you do. Um, and so like my car was a great example. I did not realize how much absolute obsessive joy I've always been a car guy. I've been obsessed with BMWs since I was like 12 years old. I've always just been this weird BMW junkie, but I just turned that switch off one day because I was like, well, I'll never be able to afford one. And so when that day came, it's kind of unique. And I'll give you this, this interaction. And I told someone this yesterday. They were like, man, well, I know that you're doing much better financially. Like everything's going much better. And I was like, yeah, it's a whole new world. It's fantastic. And he's like, yeah, the car's pretty dope. And I told him, I said, you know, the main thing that I noticed and we've talked about this. I said, it wasn't just how I felt in the car. It wasn't just the perception of the person who owns the car. I go, what's crazy is I would, I had an interaction with someone who I'd seen just a few weeks earlier in my like beat up Honda Accord with like, dude, the paint was falling off of it. Thing, the thing been through the ringer. It's like 13 years old. And he's like, dude, love your videos. Love everything I see on social media. Great seeing you. Like, awesome. Have a great day. He owns a smoothie place in town. Not gonna name drop. Um, and so like, same interaction with car, and he's like, "Dude, we gotta get lunch, like get lunch one day. Mm-hmm. Let's talk because what? I'm not sure what you do, but I just feel like we should be friends." So look, I'm gonna tell and you. And I was like, I was in my car going, "Am I different in this interaction? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. No because I was like, what is up, dude? Like, I was so yeah. excited because I wasn't embarrassed. So that was a defining part and success for me was right. being like, I worked really hard the past 12 or 13 years. I would like, and it could be, a, I'm not just whatever. Right, right. I have a wide audience. Right. For me, that car meant so, so, so much. And so it's a mixture of both. It was my interaction, how I was with him. Mm-hmm. Um, but you better believe is there's something to there are some staples of success that actually 
if you're going to be a consultant, you like, if I want to tell people who made $40 million how to make 50, I probably have to drive a decent vehicle. <laughs> like right. whether you want to believe it or not. Right. Yes, you should. Um, disagree if you want. I don't. I bought the car. Um, <laughs> so I just remember in that moment, um, success where I defined it, delivered that to myself, and then actually saw the exact result right. that I thought I would see. That felt really, but you see the, the really un- good. The underlying tone there when you talk about like even the example of the car. Yeah. Right. Success to you might have been a sense of accomplishment. Yeah. And so you felt that and then you're you're then happy and you're proud of yourself for reaching that sense of accomplishment, which yeah. then it's gonna resonate, man. It's gonna pour out of you. Oh, Happiness yeah. and kindness pours out of people just like negativity Dude. does. Absolutely. You know, and so if I you like Gary Vee is such a big hit right now. Yeah, well happy AF man, and be nice to people. And he's real, dude. He's raw. Like yeah. if if you yeah, it's that simple, right? Yeah. So, like, you're going to get out of the world what you put into it. Yeah, if you 100%. put hate and negativity and, and maliciousness into the world and misery into the world, you're going to catch a yeah. lot of that on the backside. I know, and I, it upsets me. Just be me. happy. And that's, and that's the thing for me, you know, that's why it's so important to me because, you know, I never, never in my life did I think I was going to be a lawyer, ever. Yeah. I was a baseball player, right? Isn't that crazy? If anything else, I'm going to go to medical school. Um, I'm glad I didn't, and I've become part of the legal profession, and I've seen that, you know, lawyers can do a lot of good, and have done a lot of good for a long time. It is, you know, sort of bastardized or overstepped these days. Yeah. But I think that's because there's a lot of miserable people that practice law, and I'm not saying miserable people in general. They're miserable in the space they are in their life. They're miserable in the job requirements, and they don't think there's a better way. And it's upset that, um... It's upsetting that that I've and I've been there where the reality that you're in, you don't like it, but it's very hard to accept sometimes that you've created it. Yeah. That's like that's a tough spot to be in. And so I can imagine in your world, that's why I can't wait. I don't even know. Sometimes I get sidetracked. If you're going to coach lawyers mm-hmm. on how to live a happy, effective, successful life lifestyle but be client and results obsess like actually feel like you're making a difference in the world live a great living but clearly defining what success looks like not like sacrificing your livelihood and your well-being and your happiness just for the status right and you've proven and i'll just say this um on paper because you revealed some of the numbers to me technically you're able to make statistically you're actually able to make a better living way less miserable no because of the system that you've created. So I can't wait for you to coach yeah, people on no, that because no question. you don't, some people they'll be like, Oh, he's a hippie, but I make more money than yeah. him. And then you're like, well, no, I'm not going to brag. I've actually right. created a really great sustainable, right. successful business and income that you're building other companies and other businesses Correct. with. So we could like, we could talk for three Correct. days. Um, and I just think that that is worth celebrating. And it's something that, I know I'm doing, you're doing. I recommend that people who uh, are actually happy and mm-hmm. love investing in the world uh, have some sort of digital coaching or some sort of digital product or something because look at the situation you're in. You're yeah. like, man, I want to work even less, not work less. I want to only pick and choose the situations that I can bring the most value to. Right. Enjoy the most because I'm a better attorney when I do. No doubt.
and I'm going to develop the systems and structure to do that. Um, and then you're going to teach other people how to do the same thing. And you're going to do it with a smile on your face yeah. because you just dropped your little girl off right. <laughs> at school. Right. And they're going to go, uh, there's no way this is possible. And you're going to go, actually, yeah, it is. It's and extremely possible. In ten, in these ten, yeah. If you do these 10 things. Yeah, it's extremely uh, possible. And so I cannot, I can't wait because uh, you paint a really powerful picture of, I know we're talking about attorneys, but there's a lot of people in work, life, and business and entrepreneurs they're like grinding their way to define it, it transcends all of corporate america yep on so you're grinding and you said it perfectly um on someone else's definition of success so you're defining your life is a subtext mm -hmm. of their definition of success yeah you're a character in their story oh <gasps> basically that's well, what you're not is. even writing your own yeah you're a character in their story and that's look that's tough. Sometimes it happens, and that's you know people have successful careers and lives that way. And if they're happy, good for them. Right? That's all that like, matters. Kudos to them. Yeah. If you're not, if you're like you know if you if you hate Mondays, you know Gary Vee talked about him like he never I've never seen the man say he hates Monday uh -huh. ever. And if you're in a situation where you live for the weekend and you hate Monday, like you should probably shift something. You should probably take a look at your lifestyle. Yeah. Are you like me where I get in trouble because I, I like to pre-work on Monday stuff? Like I Sunday set myself night. up. I'm actually, so I found a pretty good balance, man. Yeah. I actually, like Sunday I, nights are sometimes my favorite nights because I yeah. start working on the week stuff. No, <laughs> it gets I've, me in trouble. When I leave the office on Friday, I'm, I'm pretty much shut down and spend as much time as I can. I've got to work on that. I can't. Well, it takes time. Yeah, it does. It takes time. Well, and I have the excuse, like, you, for you, the internet's always open. For me, the courthouse isn't open until Monday. Oh, you dude. Know? Yeah. I can't, I, would, I saw, can't really help you, man. Yep. I'm, you know? Nope. I have to work. Uh, I'll work on that. But, man, just, I think this is a really, really great conversation on um, if there's anybody out there that some of the negative connotations we talked about attorneys and that corporate world and defining success for themselves, I just think that it's okay to like sit back, take a notebook out and be like, what does success look like for me? What does happiness look like? No question for me. And you know, it may, in that sense, like, I don't want this. I would never want this to be some like overly sort of salesy thing. Right. Yeah. Because in some situations, success may be right in front of them. It may be where they are. Ooh. They just don't understand it yet. Oh, because they're still they're right? uh, they're they're uh, they're still like what you said. They're, different... they're a character in someone else's yeah, story. But it could be something that they. It's just one simple switch, and you don't have to give up the the twelve years you've worked at some place. No. You don't have to give up the partnership. Uh -uh. But man, look, I'll tell you, um, if a therapist has a therapist and coaches have coaches, lawyers should have other lawyers that help them, right? Yeah. And in some in some ways. Um, you know, some firms are set up where they have, you know, mentorships and, and, you know, senior partnership tracks. But sometimes those people that are in that first or second year of law school, you know, first or second year of practice out of law school, they're stuck in the corner building somewhere. They're stuck in the 80th floor writing briefs and they're never going to see the senior partner. Yeah. They're never going to get to ask the questions. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm not the senior partner of your law firm, but I've done it and I've been successful and I'm happy to help you. Yeah. You know, I'm accessible where, you know, sometimes those guys may not be. Yeah. My hourly rate's probably a lot less than theirs too. But, yeah. you know, who's counting? Isn't that right? crazy? Yeah. Who's counting? Yeah. Uh, and I just love it that I can't wait. Uh, so if there's any attorneys out there, I really hope that they hear this. 
thank you so much for listening. I really, truly hope that that episode was something that you found valuable. You learned something you didn't know before. You laughed a little, you loved a little, and you're excited for the next episode. If you found it valuable, please take just a moment, like, comment, subscribe, and leave a five-star review. Helps the show out a ton. Last thing, if you're out there and you feel like you're drowning in the confusion of this insane digital marketing and social media-driven world, I have got the Prozac to your problem. If you click the link in my bio, I've got a seven days to create a digital marketing strategy that actually works mini course, and I think that it would be a huge help to you. Go click that, check it out. If not, totally fine. It's not for everybody. But I cannot wait to see you in another episode and have a blessed day.